You're listening to Defiant Joy Radio, and I'm your host and your friend, Carol McLeod. Did you know that God wants your attention? He desires for all of his children to stop in their tracks and then to listen for his voice. Sometimes when necessary, God will use the fires in life to speak to his beloved children. Just ask Moses. Welcome to Refined, finding joy in the midst of the fire. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio with Carol McLeod. For more information about Carol, Just Joy Ministries, or her other messages, please visit our website at justjoyministries.com. And you can find Carol on Facebook at Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author. We're also here if you need prayer. Please call us toll free with your prayer request. 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Now, let's join Carol for today's inspiring message. We left Moses yesterday stopped in his very tracks. He had been captivated by a bush that he saw in the distance, a bush that was burning, but it was not being decimated. God was using this burning bush to capture the attention of Moses. You know, in dry, desert-like conditions, it's not uncommon for a bush or for grassland to spontaneously burst into flames. And this is what God used to get the attention of Moses. God can use the fire to get your attention as well. He can use the fire of relationships, the fire of finances, the fire of disappointments. Now, I'm not saying that God caused the fire. What I'm saying is that God will use the fire as a speaking moment, as a teaching moment, as a directional moment into your lives. The good news is this, when God is in the fire, there's no destruction going on. He just wants your attention. Perhaps a healthy prayer for you and I to pray might be this one. God, you have my attention every day in every way. I don't really need a fire to hear your voice. Well, theologians have an interesting name for the fire that we're reading about in Exodus chapter 3, this burning bush. They call it a theophonic fire. It's a place where God speaks and where his voice is clearly heard. God will use anything to get your attention, even a burning bush. God will speak indeed. Will you listen? I believe that there are more theophonic moments in our lives than we dare believe. God is speaking. He is here. He is not silent. He just wants to hear you say, here I am. That's what Moses said to God in Exodus 3, 4. When the Lord saw that Moses turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Am. Verse 5. Then the Lord said, Do not come near here. Remove your sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. I believe that sometimes the fires of life can be our holiest moments. They are sacred places where we meet with God, where one man or one woman has an audience with God. That's sacred. That's holy. That's 
divine. Never underestimate the holiness of the fire in which you have found yourself. God is in the fire. His voice speaks from the fire. This word holy means a thing consecrated to God. God said to Moses, this is holy ground. This moment is consecrated to God. I have your attention and I'm about to speak into your life. You know, this is how good God is. This is one more example of how God always wins in the lives of his children. He takes the fire which could potentially ruin our lives, which could potentially devastate us. And he stamps it as holy. He said, this is mine. It belongs to me. I believe that we need to remind the enemy, Satan, you cannot have this moment. This moment belongs to God. This fire belongs to God. I believe that God is reminding some of you today that he will indeed speak through the fire which you have found yourself in. And I believe that God is saying, you will belong to me in more intimate ways than you did even before the fire. There are moments in all of our lives that are consecrated to God, and a fire is one of those moments. But instead of listening for God's voice, instead of declaring, here I am, Lord, do you know what we do when we encounter a fire? We whine and we complain and we wonder why. God wants to be close to you during these moments of the fire. He wants you to recognize that he is God and that he is speaking to you. God wants you to know that he is about to turn your situation around. This word for holy that we read in Exodus chapter 3, verse 5, is the same word used to describe the innermost part of the temple of God. It was the place where the Shekinah glory of God appeared. It was the place where God spoke to the priests. And did you know that God speaks to present-day priests through the fire? God speaks to present-day priests. That would be you and I through the holy place, which is the fire. God takes our fires and turns them into temples. God takes our fires and turns them into the inner court of his presence. Only God can do that. Exodus 3 verse 6. And God said also, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. So God in this moment remind Moses of who he was. I'm the God of your father, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. God was saying, Moses, remember who you are. You are a Hebrew. You're from the Hebrew nation. You know, when I read a verse like Exodus 3, 6, what I see is a list of biblical heavy hitters. I see home run kings. I see superstars. I see Bible hall of famers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But do you know what else God might've been saying to Moses? God might've been saying, yeah, remember Abraham? He lied. Yeah. Remember Jacob? He cheated. Oh, remember Isaac? He was a mama's boy. And God is saying, I am the God of men and women who failed. I use them and I will use you too. 
God perhaps is saying to you today, I am the God of ordinary men and women who have accomplished extraordinary things in their life, regardless of the sin or the shame of their past. When God speaks to us from the fire, he deals with who we are. This is a basic issue that he needs to affirm so that we know we are still usable by God. The fire will always make us more useful to God because he will burn out our impurities. He will burn out our self and our selfishness and our sin and our pain and our shame. And he will leave in our lives only the reflection of who he is. Exodus 3 verses 7 and 8. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have given heed to their cry because of their taskmasters, for I am aware of their sufferings. So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Amorite and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite. God said to Moses, I have surely seen. I have given heed to their cry. I am aware of their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver. If you have ever doubted the heart of God toward his people, linger on these words that I just read to you from Ephesians 3, verses 7 and 8. I see, I hear, I know, and I deliver. Exodus 3, 8 through 11. So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. Now behold, the cry of the sons of Israel has come to me. Furthermore, I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians are oppressing them. Therefore come now, and I will send you to Pharaoh, so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? So Moses, the man Moses, is having a conversation with God through a burning bush. They're going back and forth with one another. God speaks, then Moses responds. And after God spoke this time and told Moses that he was going to deliver the Hebrew nation out of Egypt, this is what God said. I'm going to deliver them. I just need you to go and tell Pharaoh what I'm going to do. And do you see how Moses responded? Moses said, who am I? God had already promised Moses that he himself was going to deliver the children of Israel. Moses was just an instrument in the purposes and plans of God. Who can question God's choice? Do you doubt that God knows what he's doing? This is a picture of you and me. Why do we argue with God? Don't we know that God is always going to win? Don't we know that God is always right? Don't we know that Father knows best? Do we think that we are able to bring one morsel of information to the throne room that he is not already considered? How foolish of us, how foolish of the created one to argue with the creator.
You know, Moses had received an exemplary Egyptian education. He had been raised to be the king of Egypt. Probably part of his training had been in elocution, how to speak so that people will listen. Why was this man arguing with God. He had been trained to be a leader. And yet this day in the wilderness, Moses was saying to God, I can't. I'm not enough. I'll never be. I wonder if the wilderness had chipped away at his self-esteem. That is what the wilderness generally does, you know. I wonder if the wilderness had caused Moses to doubt his calling. That is what the wilderness wants to do to you today. The wilderness says, you're not enough. You cannot. You will never be. But God will use a fire to counteract the curse of the wilderness. It is into your wilderness that Jehovah announces his presence. We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433. It's my pleasure to study God's Word with you and remind you to never, never, never give up. Don't give up on God or on yourself or on your future. Never give up. If you're struggling and need prayer, please call us today. The phone number is easy to remember, 855 855- Joy Life. Or you can email me directly, carol at justjoyministries.com. If you've been blessed by the messages and the ministry, please let us know with your sponsorship. Call us toll free, 855 569 5433, or go online to justjoyministries.com.